What's up, everybody? Day 18 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. I am on here a little earlier today than normal. Got some things uh, Victoria and I have to do afternoon time, so I didn't want to miss getting on, so I figured I would get on early. So if you're jumping on, let me know that you're watching. Let me know that you're on. Going to give it a couple minutes for some people to jump on. If you have a Bible or if you've been using your Bible while we have been doing this, uh, if you want to turn over to the book of John, chapter 4. Starting with verse 47. Good afternoon, Rebecca. Hope you're doing well. Victoria is on. So I'm getting on a little bit early. We have to <clears throat> take Lydia to the doctor's at 1245. Her ear's bothering her, so we got to go get her checked. So I'll be praying for her. And I have a vehicle appointment after that, so that's why I'm getting on earlier today than normal. So I know people watch it live, some people watch it later throughout the day or the week, but I just wanted to make it available to you today. But we're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about faith in God. We're not really on the different from the world anymore. I kind of ended that up yesterday. But this could go along with the same idea. If we want to be different from the world, we have to have faith in God. Faith in God. But before we get started, I wanted to remind everybody that we're going to be continuing the series this Sunday on the family. I don't know about you, but I've enjoyed the past couple weeks. And we're going to continue that this coming Sunday. I think we have three more Sundays, maybe four more Sundays of the family, the series. Uh, so come on out. Come expecting not just something for your life, but for somebody else's life as well. So we're going to be continuing that. Also this Sunday, we're going to be doing communion. We're going to have communion this coming Sunday uh, during worship like we normally do when we do it. So... Come on out. It's going to be a great time Sunday morning. Service starts at 1030, 52 Pottle Road, Oxford, Maine. And then also coming right up, February 7th is our first Wednesday night of the month service. We started doing that at the beginning of the year. Our first one was awesome. We had a great turnout. So February 7th, Wednesday night, will be our next one. I want to encourage you to come out for that. And I know we're going to have a great time. So, with that said, we're talking about faith. Having faith. What is faith? If you ask yourself what is faith, we could go, we could find scriptures that describe faith. We could, you know, I have faith that this stool I'm sitting in is going gonna, is gonna to hold me up. That's a form of faith. You know, I got, <laughs> I got faith that when I get in my car, when I leave here, that my car is going to start, you know, I got faith. Well, I'm kind of lacking a little faith in that, but we're getting there. Um, 
but I have faith that if I'm going to do something, I have faith that it's going to work out. I have faith that I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, when I go home, you know, tonight, I uh, I have faith that, you know, I'm going to eat. When I go home, my wife's going to cook. We're going to have supper. You know, I have faith in that. When I go, I have faith in her. When I get home, we're going to we're going to eat, right? Um, anyways, I'm just messing around. But what is truly what is faith? Faith is belief in God. If you hear somebody, they say, oh, I got faith. Faith is belief in God. That, that's the simplest way to express it. That's the simplest way to, to, to talk about it. Faith is, is believing in God. It means taking God at his word. When you have faith in God, you're taking him at his word. Whatever he has told you, whatever he has said, whatever he has in his word, you, you're taking him at his word. You have faith that what he says will happen. You have faith trusting in God, trusting in his character, trusting in his word. It's knowing his character and believing he has re- what he has revealed himself to be. The Bible says that he's the, the, the I am, the great I am. Believing who he has revealed himself to be. Your faith will increase when you have the right view of God and a proper view of the world in which you live. Your faith will increase, which is not a world of accidents, but a world of which God is sovereign. We tend to feel weak in our faith when we deal with things that make us feel afraid or threatened. How many here have ever watching have ever felt weak in the faith? Sometimes maybe when you're dealing with something uncertain, dealing with maybe something that seems scary or, or things that make you feel threatened, you, you, maybe you start to feel weak in the faith. We are most doubtful when we find ourselves overwhelmed with life. How many here have ever felt like your faith wasn't the greatest sometimes when when you're feeling overwhelmed by the things going on in your life or in our world or, or different circumstances or trials? Maybe you have felt weak in the face, faith. Nevertheless, if you believe God and trust who he says he is, trust who he says he is, and understand that he has everything under control, you have faith. If you believe God and trust who he says he is and understand that he has everything under control, you have faith in God. Now, when I was preparing for this, one of the places in scripture that talks about taking taking him at his word, having faith, is in John chapter 4, verse 47 through 53. If you have your Bible... John chapter 4. Actually, I'm going to start with... Yes, let's start with verse 43. No, 47, sorry. Let's start with verse 47. It says, When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Verse 48, Jesus said, unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. Then the royal officials said, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said, go, your son will live. Pay attention to that. Verse 50, go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. 
While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. I love where it says there, then the man took Jesus at his word. Look, we need to start taking Jesus at his word. We need to start taking what he says and believing it and trusting it and having faith, taking him at his word. That's faith. When the surroundings don't look like it's going to happen, when what you see don't look like it's going to happen, but you take Jesus at his word. So as we read, this man went to Jesus and begged him to heal his son who was dying. His son was dying, right? Jesus tells him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. What was Jesus referring to? What Jesus re was referring to was the fact that many of us struggle to have faith because we're waiting for a sign. We're waiting for something to appear. We're waiting for some type of feeling and, and we're waiting for something miraculous to happen. And, and a lot of people in the church, a lot of people in the faith, they, they're not having faith unless they see it. They're not having faith unless it's revealed. They're not having faith unless they see a sign or have some type of feeling or see the miraculous take place. True faith cannot be extinguished. You don't go to Jesus because he is your preference. You go to him because he is your life. Let me say that again. You don't go to Jesus because he's just your preference. You go to Jesus because he is your life. Faith is believing and pursuing Christ no matter what. No matter what. Look, I know some people and even personally, me personally and other people personally, they've gone through some things and have made the decision that, look, we're going to trust Jesus no matter what. Even though I don't see it, I'm going to trust Jesus no matter what. Even though I don't feel it, I'm going to trust Jesus no matter what. Why? Because we can trust, like the song says, that he never stops working. He's the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are. That's what the song says. He never stops working. Even though I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. He never stops. So when we know this, no matter what we're facing, no matter what challenges, no matter what comes our way, our faith will not move. Our faith will not be shaken. We will stand firm and let nothing move us. Believing and pursuing Christ no matter what. The royal official in, in the scripture we, we read responded by humbly asking Jesus to go to his son and heal him, right? And Jesus replied, go, go, your son will live. Now, if it were me and I was on the streets and I saw Jesus and back then and, and I knew what he was capable of and I went up and said, hey, come to my son, he's dying, I want you to heal him. And if all he said to me was go, your son will live, I'd like to think that, okay, I'm just going to do what he says and I'm just going to go and trust that my son will live. But probably in my natural self, I'd probably say, I know I want you to come with me. I want you to be there. I want you to touch my son. I want him to see you. I'd probably physically want him to go with me. But this man had so much faith that Jesus just said, go, your son will live. And he took Jesus at his word. The man went home to find that his son indeed was made well. 
Why? Because he took Jesus at his word. Look, we can't just be somebody that's waiting for a feeling or a sign. We must take Jesus at his word. Believing what he says will come to pass. The promise he gives is meant for whoever will hear. Whoever will hear and believe it. If you believe and declare him as your savior and be saved, you will be saved according to his word. The Bible says anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just like the royal official in the story who believed and obeyed Jesus and went home to his son who was made well. He took Jesus at his word. I should have titled this, Take Jesus at His Word, because we got too many people that, that know the Word of God, and we got too many people that know the promises of God, but yet we're not taking Him at His Word. Look, if the Bible says I can be healed, I'm going to take Him at His Word. If the Bible says that I can have uh, a financial favor, I'm going to take Him at His Word. If the Bible says God wants to prosper me, I'm going to take Him at His Word. If the Bible says anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, I'm going to take Him at His Word. If the the Bible says by his stripes we are healed. I'm going to believe that for myself and I'm going to believe that for you. We're going to take him at his word. Why? Because we talked about it a couple weeks ago. His promises are yes and amen. Taking him at his word. If, I, if the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength, I'm going to take him at his word. If the Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, I'm going to take him at his word. I know I sound like a broken record right now, but I think some of you just need to hear this. If the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, I'm going to take him at his word. Because he never fails, his word never fails. The Bible says that after this man saw that his son was indeed healed... Not only did he believe, but also his whole family put their faith in Jesus. Look, we need to have faith like other people's lives depend on it. When we have faith and take Jesus at his word, I don't believe it's just going to affect you. I believe it's going to affect those around you. I believe when you take Jesus at your word, at his word, I believe that your household will take Jesus at his word. I believe people around you will learn to take Jesus at his word. When they see the faith that you've got, they're going to want what you have. But it's only because we trust in the word of God. We trust in his promises, taking him for what he said. We can take what Jesus said to the bank. We can, we can count on it. We don't have to wonder if it will or if it won't. If he said it, it will. We can take Jesus at his word. But the question is this. Will you trust and believe in who he says he is? If you're watching this and your answer is yes, put that in the comments. Just say yes. Will you trust and believe in who he says he is? Look, the world we're heading in, the world not just we're heading into, but the world we're in right now, if you ain't got faith, you're not going to make it. If you don't have faith, you're not going to stand. If you don't have faith, you're not going to be able to stand firm and let nothing move you. With the world, in the world we're in right now, in the things that are going on in our world, it is vital. It is very important that you learn right now to stand on the word of God, to stand firm and to let nothing move you, to have faith in God, knowing that whatever he says, it will happen. 
Look, everything going on in our world, look, you can, if you're shocked with a lot of things that are going on in our world, evidently you don't read your Bible and you don't read scripture and, and you don't read about what's going to take place in the end times and things like that. But and people, so many in the church, so many people in the church are like worried and in fear and all these different things and, and they're not trusting in God and they're not having faith when look, I don't know about you, but I've read the end of the Bible and I can have faith knowing that that we're on the winning side. We're on the winning team. We are on the winning side. We can have faith knowing that no matter what comes from now until Jesus's return, we are on the winning side. If you're watching, put that in the comments. I am on the winning side. I am on the winning side. Why? Because we're on the Lord's side and we have faith that what he says will happen, will come to pass. His promises are yes and amen. His promises are sure. His promises are for you. His promises are for me. I can have faith. I can have faith. We can take him at his word. Nothing is too hard for God. Amen? So, I say all that to tell you this. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. If you're expecting something, if you know God has promised you something, just keep having faith until it comes. If you're believing God for something, just keep having faith until it comes. I know people, well, I've been to the altar three times and I didn't get what I needed. Maybe you needed to go a fourth time. Maybe you needed to go a fifth time. Don't give up. Don't don't stop. Don't quit. Have faith until the answer comes. The enemy wants you to doubt. The enemy wants you to get into this place where he's where where you're starting to believe, well, it's always going to be this way. It's never going to happen. That's what the enemy wants. But you need to shut the enemy up by having commitment and being persistent in the faith and saying, you know, no matter what, I'm going to have faith in God. I'm not going to depend on man's report. I'm not going to depend on depend on doctor's report. I'm not going to depend on what everybody else is trying to tell me or what the enemy's trying to tell me through other people. I'm going to stand firm in the faith and I'm going to believe that God is going to make the impossible possible because that is our God and that's what God does. Because we're on the winning side. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. You're not a loser. You're not a loser. If you have Christ in your life and, and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, the Bible says we're more than a conqueror. You're not a loser. You're a winner. Only because we're on the winning side. We're on the Lord's side. You are not a loser. Let me say that again. You are not a loser. If you're watching, put that in the comments. Say, I am not a loser. I don't know why I feel led to say that right now, but somebody needs to hear it, I guess. Maybe watching live or watching later. You need to hear that. You are not a loser. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Nothing is too hard for God. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not just your average conqueror. I'm not just your average Joe Schmo on the, on the side of the road. I am more than a conqueror. Why? Because I'm a child of God, which means I'm not a loser. I am a winner. Amen. God is good.
So, I got to get home and get ready to go do some errands with my family. But, um, Lord willing, I'll be back on again tomorrow around the same time, noonish. I know I was earlier today, like I said, but got to take, uh, got to take, um, Lydia to go get her ear checked out. She's having some pain in her ear, so remember her in prayer. And if you, like I said before, if you have any prayer requests, you can put them in the comments. And anybody who has watched or will watch, they'll see your prayer requests and, and they can agree with you in prayer. Because prayer is effective when you have faith in God. Amen. So have faith today and tomorrow. In the next day, in every day, live by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We don't walk by what we see. We walk by who we know. And we know Jesus. Because of him, we have the victory. Amen. So God bless. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow.